Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I am Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody. Uh, Blaine Nurse is still out and he'll hopefully be back next uh, week. So I'll be looking forward to seeing him. And so if this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and help men and women regain control of their lives. Uh, tonight's topics is an interesting one. It's calling. It's called a calling, a action, and a blessing of ministry. And Ed, I know that you put this together, and this has been on your heart that the Holy Spirit put there, and it was interesting when you brought that to me. Would you like to go ahead and explain to the audience? Yeah, I would. This, uh, these scriptures that we're going to share today are scriptures we've shared with you over the last uh, what, three months, I guess we've been, something like that. <clears throat> and uh, as I started uh, listing the scriptures and looking at them, I discovered there was a pattern in there that I don't think either one of us realized, but what we found is that uh, some of the scripture we used had to do with the calling to ministry. Um, in our case, the calling to uh, to work with the homeless. Uh, and then there were some in there that were action things, and they, they related exactly to when we got called, what actions did we take? And the third group I found in there was called blessings. And the, the blessings are that when you when you get God's calling, you take action on that calling, there's always blessings at the end. Uh, God never, never lets you go unrewarded for being obedient to him, and that's one of his promises, uh, being obedient, doing what you've been called to do, and listening to the Spirit as you go through these. And, and there are blessings at the end, and we've experienced a number of blessings. Uh, and so I put this together. These are the, like I say, the main scriptures that we've used, and uh, it just it came out just exactly right. So God is good. You know, God laid this out. We didn't. I just put I just put together as God pointed it out to me. You know that's how God works. It's like um, here we we didn't even know what we were doing at the time. We were being obedient, following God's step. Here we were. God is putting stri- um, scripture on our our hearts, and then when we say it, uh, or, uh, give it to the audience, this is what God was preparing. So this is, uh, when you sent this over to me, I, I was just like, wow, this is just a blessing that you get. So would you go ahead and start us off, Ed? Sure. I'd like to start off with the first one that comes from Deuteronomy. I'm sorry, from Isaiah 61.1. It says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. And that's what our calling is, to take care of the needs now. But not only that, we look to the future, and that's here where it talks about the captives being released and the and the prisoners being freed. Our, we talk about 
breaking the cycle of homelessness. Well, the way you break it is to free them from those things that keep them homeless, mm. the alcohol, the drugs, uh, the those kinds of things that keep them from moving forward with their life. And a lot of the times they don't move forward is because they don't have any hope. There's nobody there to encourage them or to help them get off the street, to help them move forward. And that's that's our calling, is to help them move to the next step. Now, the action on this comes from Isaiah 58, 6. And it says, no, this is not the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed be free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from uh, relatives who need your help. And so this is the action we took. The first was the calling. This is the action. The action here is to actually go out, get on the street. Uh, uh, In the beginning, it was kind of rough because we didn't know what programs were out there. We didn't know what institutions we could get them into to to help them uh, move ahead. So in the beginning, it was tough, but now we've got the list, and it's, it's, it's still hard, but it's easier than it was in the beginning. But uh, this was our call, to share our food with the hungry, to give shelter to the homeless, to give clothes who need them, uh, to, to free those who are wrongly imprisoned, imprisoned, lighten the burden of those who work for you, let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Those are what we've been called to do, and that's what we, we do when we go out in the field. Now, the blessings. And sometimes we don't expect blessings, but God will always bless you for being obedient to his call and taking action. The blessing says he will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not, ju- he will not judge by appearance nor make a decision based on hearsay. This comes from Isaiah eleven thirteen, by the way, uh, eleven thirteen through fifteen. Isaiah eleven four. He will give justice to the poor, make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of the word, and the one who breathes from his mouth will destroy the wicked. They will wear righteousness like a belt and truth like an undergarment. Uh-huh. And those are the blessings. Those are the blessings, your righteousness uh, and, and truth that we get from God's Word. Those are the blessings we get from listening to the call, taking action, and then God will bless you for those actions that you take. Interesting, Ned. So there's three steps to it. It's the calling, the action, and then the blessings that come after that. Right, right. That's really, that's awesome. And um, and that was um, Isaiah 61 that you were saying, and then Isaiah 58, uh, 50, uh, 6 to 7, and then Isaiah 11, 3, verses, uh, excuse me, Isaiah chapter 11, verses 3 to 5. Uh, yes. For the blessing. Gotcha. Do you want to go ahead with the next one? I believe that was in Jer- Jeremy. Sure. Jeremiah. Uh, I mean. The calling is comes from Jeremy. <laughs> I know I said the same thing. Yeah. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven and it's a verse that's pretty commonly known. It's for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. Boy, that's important. When you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. What a couple of of 
I mean, that's our calling to pray and to seek him. Now, one of the interesting things, <clears throat> I was told one time if you wanted to fill your church, all you had to do was put a sign outside, say, come in and sign, come in inside, and uh, find the the will of God for your life. And uh, at the time, I was seeking God's will, <clears throat> and just didn't seem to be getting anywhere until it finally dawned on me that there are actually God has actually two wills for your life, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it two. Uh, the first one I call the common will, and the common will is when you come to Christ, His will for you for your life is to share Christ with others. But that's on every Christian, regardless of what other else He has for you to do. <clears throat> That's the the calling that's on your life. Um, on the other side of it, what's your personal calling? And the, the example I'm going to use is come from uh, uh, building the tabernacle. Moses was told to go down and call certain people for certain tasks. Let's say the silver maker. So when he went down, he when he went uh, came to the Israelites and he said, "We're going to build a tabernacle." Um, and I need volunteers, well, these people volunteered. That was their calling. And then Moses told them, you're the silver maker. I want you to make all of the rings for the curtains, the, the attachments, the uh, fasteners, and, and make all of those. That was the per- will for his life, his personal life, because it, not only did he make them, but he was responsible every time they moved his tent of taking them down putting them back up. If any were missing, he had to make them and replace them. So the call in his life personally was to take care of the tabernacle, the curtains on the tabernacle. And it's kind of the same way with us. We have a general call. Help to feed the poor. Help to uh, clothe the poor. Help to get them off the street. The personal part is when you begin to share Christ with them and begin to tell them that uh, they wonder why why you uh, are so happy in what you're doing and telling them why. Uh-huh. You know, because not only do you believe in Jesus Christ, but he's put a call on your life and you're answering that call and the blessings that come with it. So if you want to know what your personal call is for life, start by doing the things you know you need to be doing. And if you're doing that, God is going to lead you into what he has for you at, on a personal level. You know, Ed, you you brought up a good point there. Um, you know, a lot of people, well, there are a lot of Christians out there that really don't, they want to get involved in a ministry, but they just don't know if they're called to do that. So I love the word that you say that there's a calling. There is a calling for each and every one of us. Can you, got a little bit, can you go a little bit more than that? Yeah. A calling is when you feel the desire. When the Holy Spirit moves in you and says, this is what I want you to do. Interestingly, in the as as pastors, I've known of well, I've only known two. I start to say some, but um, who came into the ministry because they thought it was great, it was exciting, and all of this. But pretty soon they dropped out. And they didn't come, I don't believe, because God called them. I think they saw the the uh, let's let's face it, pastors are held kind of in high esteem, and they saw all of the positive things. But they didn't see the negative things that go along with with being a pastor. And when the negative things hit, because they didn't have that calling and that relationship with Christ, they left. Mm 
Um, and so that's the calling. And there's, there's a story, uh, Jay Vernon McGee was telling the story about a man where a, a bank he went into, and when Jay Vernon McGee was called to the ministry, he quit his job and he went into the bank to do some financial things. And this nobody liked this particular teller, but he said this um, uh, teller kept telling people to go to other tellers until finally it became his J. Vernon McGee's turn, so he walked up there dreading talking to this man. And the man said, I hear you've been called to ministry. And he said, yes, I have. And he said, well, you better follow up on that. He said, I was called to ministry, and I thought I had a good job. I was being able to contribute, so I thought that's going to be my calling. And he said, that wasn't what God called me for, and I've been unhappy ever since. So if you're called, don't hesitate. Do the calling. If if you're not called, go give it a try anyway. And if it doesn't suit you, then just tell whoever the leader is, "Hey, this is not this is not where I need to be." Um, you got to try some things out to know really what your calling is as well. But um, but when you hit that that calling of God, you not only will you know it, you're going to be happy with it. You're going to like what you're doing. You're going to put your whole heart into it, and you're going to work. Uh, Ephesians 6, 7 says, Serve wholeheartedly as though serving the Lord, not man. And that's going to be your attitude when you get into that. So you'll know when you hit God's calling for your life. You know, Ed, that's so true. I know with um, the ministry, we've been out there for quite some time, and it doesn't even feel like it's been that long. It it, it, it doesn't even feel like it's been a year. That's, you know, that's how it it just works. And, um, and everybody does have a calling. You're absolutely correct. And don't be afraid. I know that I had to sit back in uh, the pews for a while, just that God talked to my heart to let me know where I was going to be at. And I was going to rush into one thing, and I'm really thankful that I didn't. And I really listened to the Lord, and the Lord directed me to where to go. So um, I do know that it is hard to hear sometimes your, your calling. But once you do, you'll be there's nothing it's not even work uh people call it work i call it love i i enjoy it so absolutely and that's what god calls to do can you go a little bit more about into the action yeah in the action uh is matthew twenty five thirty five says for i was hungry and you fed me i was thirsty and you gave me a drink i was a stranger and you invited me into your home i was naked and you gave me clothing i was sick and you cared for me i was in prison and you visited me these then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? Now, I love that statement because as we're talking here about when you when you hit that ministry that God's called you to and you're happy doing what, just like you say, it's time passes and you, you just, just don't under, don't realize how long you've been into something. But I like this statement here. When did we do that? It had become such a blessing to them to do it and such a a calling on their lives, they didn't even realize they were doing these things until Christ points it out to them. Now, that's what you call really getting involved in in God's calling on you. When you really get into that ministry and you hit that, I don't know, in baseball they call it sweet spot, but, you know, the, the spot where you just, you're here and you love it. Uh, but this this scripture, that last verse, has always been one of my favorite because I'm thinking, 
Well, if I ever get to the point where I do something and and just kind of lose track of time or or uh, don't realize just what I'm doing, then I know I'm there. And that's what's happened with this homeless ministry. Time has gone by. We're almost five years now. And uh, almost five years and 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 we've hit we've had good things and bad things happen, but it doesn't make any difference. It's five years of enjoyable serving Christ in ministry. Absolutely, and the greatest thing is is that um, you get to see God in action, and that's one thing um, I hear a lot of people say. Well, I really don't hear God, and I really don't see God, mm-hmm. and um, I feel I feel really bad for that because um, when you're out there, and I know I you know we're always praying over people and. Or sharing the word of God, and you can just see God's hand in and the things that are going on, and especially with uh, well, we had some of the the people that are on the show, you know, with yes. Lynette and with Gina, you see what God's doing, and it's it, and they'll even tell you that it was from God. So uh, you know that's it. That's exactly it. You get to see the action. Yeah, absolutely, and that action takes you kind of back to the calling because. When you're out there doing that, people see it, and it's a witness to them of your calling. And and they will wonder, why, why is this so important to you? And so it gives you an opportunity to share Christ with others, too. So that there's, like I say, you're fulfilling, taking the action on your calling then gives you the opportunity to to do your calling of sharing Christ. I love it, Ed. That's exactly what it is. Now we got with the blessings. Yeah, the blessings, uh, I don't know if I'm going to read all of this or not, but uh comes from Philippians 4, it's, uh, verses 10 to 14. It says, How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you've always been concerned for me, but I didn't have the chance to help, but didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content in whatever I have. Now, I love this next verse because it gives you an idea of what Paul's been through. I know how to live in almost with almost nothing, with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So <clears throat> the blessing is that you can do everything through uh through Christ who gives you strength and and just the idea that that Christ strengthens you that he encourages you that those are the blessings uh you get your calling you, you take the action to act upon that calling and God gives you the strength and the encouragement to continue with your calling and just like we we're talking I I I can't believe that I just get uh, and enjoy this working with the homeless so much if it wasn't for God encouraging. So I know it's not all me liking to do this. It's I like it because God is the encourager. He's the one that makes it enjoyable for you. And that's the blessings from God on when you answer his call. Amen on that. Um, amen on that. I know, Ed, um, I know we um, had a gentleman yesterday that called up and he needed housing. And we put him in a hotel there. And here is a man who is working, but he has a hard time because he's not making, I believe, that much. Is that true? Uh, well, right now he's kind of caught in between. He's He's got an apartment, and he's living in the hotel till the apartment 
is ready for him to move into, which should be this next week. So he is doing pretty well, and, and he's able to get his own apartment and get out on his own. But this is, he discussed, you know, there's cracks in everything, and he just got caught in this crack. So we just helped him to get through that to the next uh, step in his life. Yeah, I know that. I got I got the call, and I said, to, I called you up and said, I'm not going to be able to make that. Would you be able to take that over? And I'm so glad that you did. You got to meet him. His name is Joe. Joe. A really nice guy. I think I met him once before, once or twice before in the church, and he told me he was new at the church and that. So, yeah, it's great. I'm glad to hear that. He's in a place, and he's doing well, and he's, you said he's going to get an apartment here soon? Yeah, he said the apartment is supposed to open up for him to, uh, next week. And uh, so all he needs to do is get through until he can get into uh, into his apartment. Uh, we're kind of uh, financially, I won't say we're financially strapped, but we have to be careful how we spend our money. And so I'm not sure we have, we, we don't put people up for long term in hotels, let me put it that way. So we'll do one or two days to help them uh, get through a tight spot. So I don't know how he's going to get through till that apartment is open, but he told me, don't worry, it's going to happen. So stop worrying about him and let him, let God take care of him. Yeah, I know. Uh, that he, we... by the way, will be, promised me, he will be in church Sunday. That's good. I'm glad he is. Um, you know, I know it is. Uh, you know, we, we see ble- uh, blessings from our side, but um, they see different blessings from their side. And so, um, you know, that the Lord just... It, he works in great ways, you know, in ways I, I, I wouldn't think that I would see blessings that I have a gentleman or a lady who come up to me and said, John, you know, it's been so encouraging what was happening, what you helped me with. And then they tell me what was going on. And here we worked with them for a while and helped them. And then they were blessed by the presence of God. And then they yeah. gave their life over to God, too. So it's um, not so much of what we do. It's, it's it's our calling. It's what God gives us to do and being faithful. I think that's one of the very, uh, the being faithful. Absolutely, absolutely. You have to be faithful to God. Uh, you have to remember that when you're doing ministry, it's God's ministry. And when when you're doing God's ministry, God's right there with you, walking side by side. And sometimes things don't work out like we think they should. So we just have the faith in in him that he's going to take care of the problems we run into. Um, we have had people, though, <laughs> you know what I'm, th- with what I'm thinking of, we have had people, though, where we have gone out of our way to help them get in situations and they re- refuse it. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's not our problem. Our problem is to find them places to help them get ahead and help them get off the street. And and it, even if it's for a couple of days to get clean and get some good night's sleep. But when they refuse it, you've done all you can do. And, and you just have to leave it, leave it at that. You know, but you know what? We have seen them, people who refused help has actually came back later and yes. asked for help. Yes. So you just really don't know. Who you're going, you know, you just can't say, well, I tried to help that person, but he doesn't want no help. And we we see this happen quite a little bit, you know. So um, so don't think that folks out there that, you know, people are not, you, you're trying to help them and they seem like they don't want your help. 
you just never know who you're helping is. So beware of who you're entertaining, yes. another example. And the next thing is that they do come after a while. You know, God does touch their heart. I, You know, I wonder how many we prayed with that remember that prayer one night when they're out there by themselves and, and was talking to God. So, so you know, Ed, it, this is really good. I, I love this. I love this. And, you know, folks, there's so many more scriptures we had over the radio shows. But these are all calling and actions, actions and blessings. Yes, they are, and and I just I just like to remind I, I have, we don't do this for the blessing. Our blessing is when we know we please God. He's call, I mean look what He's done for us. Uh-huh. Look at the salvation we have because of Him. Uh, I was well on my way to being an alcoholic when I got called from God and. And uh, I'm not going to go into how I, got, how I got called to get away from it, but I did. Um, I started working in, uh, uh, start going to the church, and started getting active in things, and, and God called me into full-time ministry. And I said, no, I, I can't do that. Well, a week after he called me, I had a friend of mine come up and was starting what they called then a Navigators 2-7 class. It's a two-year program, and I'm not going to go into all of that. So I got into that, and basically what it does, it takes you through every type of ministry and then uh, and and then prepares you to get into that. So, you know, God lays it out for you, and that's his plan. Amen. Well, you know, our time's come to an end again, Ed, and it just went by so quick. Uh, just don't forget, folks out there, that you are called. Um, in closing the show here, I'd like to say that we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Any donations that you give um, are tax deductible. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, our number is 619-715-6915. Again, that number is 619-715-6915. So, folks, we hope that you enjoyed tonight's show. I, I ask that God will bless each and every one of you and have a great night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise 